Rafael Mara is no stranger to hard work. As a first-generation American, his parents were shining examples throughout his life. My father came to this country in 1969 from Ecuador, and um, he, he didn't know English, and he, uh, he taught me a lot of lessons to work hard and outwork everybody. I, I, I learned that, and my mother too. She was a very strict woman, and she just work, work, and work, and that's all I did. That's Rafael. But everyone around Washington Heights calls him Ralph. Ralph is 47 years old. He's married to his high school sweetheart and has two kids. He grew up in Queens and has lived in Westchester the past 20 years. But he's a familiar face in this neighborhood. I walk into one of Ralph's businesses, and it isn't a typical New York City liquor store. There isn't bulletproof glass separating me and the cashier. In fact, it feels like my aunt's wine cellar in her basement. Wood paneled floors, wooden shelves, lined with fine wine and dark gray and blue tiled walls. They make me want to actually spend time in the store. The Heights is, it's a beautiful melting pot, man. I, I, we carry $10 bottles of wine and we stock $50 bottles of wine. We have to have it all because in Manhattan you never know who's going to walk in your door. But it wasn't always this way. In fact, just three years ago, the only alcohol in the store was bright blue. It was used to sanitize scissors and other hairstyling tools. That's right, this place used to be a barber shop. He gutted the place and built his dream liquor store with his own vision. He drew the blueprints himself. I never took an architecture class. I measured and I envisioned what I wanted and I put it on paper and I did it about a hundred times until I kind of got it the way I thought it would work out and this is it. Ralph's friends and family told him it was difficult, if not impossible, to obtain a liquor license. It takes about 22 to 26 weeks for an application to be processed. Here are some of the requirements of an application. Over $1,000 in fees and expenses, proof of citizenship, blueprints, filing receipts, and numerous other records, to name a few. Ralph said his motivation was his stubbornness and arrogance. He wanted to prove them wrong. Ralph needed motivation wherever he could get it, because when he decided to transform the barbershop to a liquor store in 2020, the world as we knew it changed. Good morning, America indoors. New York State and Illinois now joining California, ordering all residents to stay home. At least 75 million in all. The governor's taking the drastic... I opened right in the beginning of pandemic. And it was still a barbershop. So I gave my guys the news... Listen, they're not. They're shutting the city down. I'm sorry. Also, I just got granted my license a week ago. So this is this is really it for you guys. I'm sorry you're going to have to find new places to work when you're able to work. So, of course, I was not everybody's favorite person at that moment. And then the obstacle was getting somebody to build this out. That was real tough. The story of letting go and starting a new career in one's 40s. It's a common thread here at Fresh Wine and Liquors. Efren Velazquez works for Ralph. He started at the liquor store four years ago. He also worked another job as a DJ at a radio station. But then the company let go of their entire staff and moved to Miami this past September. It definitely was hard for me. I'm not going to lie. Like, it kind of put me in a dark spot because I'm like, you know, I've been doing this for 10 years. Um, I finally got my own show. It would have been two years in November of my own show. So my head kind of went into a little bit of 
depression, you know what I'm saying? But I just have to find a new spot to do it and or think of other ways, maybe podcast, do it from home, some other stuff. Efren and Ralph both are no strangers to pivoting and reimagining their dreams. It's probably why they work so well together. Whatever decisions you have to make and whatever tribulations come your way, you got to try to pivot, try to adapt, because if you don't, you'll get, you'll really go down the rabbit hole. You know what I'm saying? So you just have to take life the way it is and just... I hear the ding of customers and car mechanic noises coming through the wall. Ralph owns a neighboring auto parts store, too. That's, a, that's, that's actually, I'm going into my third decade doing that. I'm third generation uh, auto parts store person. I've had Ralph's Auto Center for 27 years. This November, actually, will be 27 years. Holy cow, I didn't even know it was this month. Right. So, yeah, that's what I've been known for for many years. Together, the liquor store and the auto parts center take up half the block between 166th and 167th Street. It's a lot, and sometimes it all catches up to Ralph. He's tired. He wants time off. I've thought of just selling, and I'm like, I'm out of here, I'm done, I'll just work for somebody else, or whatever, I don't know. But despite being tired, and despite the sacrifices, you know what, I gotta tell you, since in my, my early 40s, which is not that long, seven years, I've been living my best life. I really, really have. Things are just, they're falling into place. I'm glad that all my hard work is paying off. And, and I'm loving it. Anamanapia Sounds Like New York is a production of the Columbia Graduate School of Journalism. This episode was written and produced by me, Chelsea Casabona. Joanne Farian is our professor and executive producer. Music by Blue Dot Sessions. Special thanks to Peter Leonard.